Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. Hi guys, welcome to Turmeric and Tequila. I'm excited to be here. We have Ty and Logan in the house. They are the founders of Denver Pub Crawl. We're going to be talking about their backstory, how they got into this super fun and exciting and unique business, the cool events that are coming up and why Denver is such a special place to be. So without further ado, Ty and Logan, welcome to Turmeric and Tequila. Woo! Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, awesome to be here. We're excited to jump in. It's 100 degrees outside, so it's hot. We have fall quickly approaching, but you guys are out hitting the streets, doing all things fun and social. Uh, before we get to the backstory on Denver Bar Crawl, I always like to unpack the human behind the business, because I think that's where it all stems from. Why don't we get a little backstory on each of you, like young versions of yourselves, and how you kind of got passionate about people and fun and social everything. Take it away. All right. So my name is Ty, and I've been in Denver for about five years now. I hail from Memphis, Tennessee, home of rock and roll, and a lot of fun as well. So I actually do think that had something to do with what we do now, uh, meeting people, uh, helping, uh, helping events. I went to school in St. Louis, and that's where, for me, I started volunteering for festivals and big like st louis fashion week was one of the first events i ever volunteered for for example had no idea what i was doing but it was fun and eventually you do a good enough job where people say do you want to come do the same thing but get paid and it's like of course so did you have a musical background did you play instruments or anything like that i play alto saxophone oh cool not currently but for uh for a long time you're in the room with a two-time mississippi state mississippi state high school band uh, champion, by the way. Amazing. Yeah. I'm sad I don't have a saxophone to just test the, the waters right that now. Would, but <laughs> That would be fun. Next time. Next time. Next time. Okay, part two. Yeah. But you know, one thing leads to another. Um, we, were, we were just kind of joking a little bit earlier. We I used to work in clubs and nightlife and DJ. That's how I paid my way through college. And um, when I came out here, I had to get into the events world. And uh, like I said, five years ago, 2017, and uh, started working with a couple of companies and we were doing mostly beer, wine and food festivals. And I was also at the same time living downtown, but I just got back from a big six month around the world trip and been on pub crawls literally around the globe and thought Denver is a perfect neighborhood for this. So all of those things combined have brought us here. That's amazing. Okay, I have a hundred questions, but before we do that, Logan, (laughs) hit us with your backstory. Yeah. Again, thanks for having us, Chris, and we're super excited to be here. My name's Logan. I've been in Colorado for eight years. I grew up a military brat. My dad was in the Air Force, so I went to a lot of schools. I was always the new kid, so I learned very quickly in my youth. If you're going to make friends, you got to go out and make friends. They're not going to come and be your friend if you're sitting alone in the corner at lunch. So I was a natural jokester, knew I wanted to travel and see as many places I wanted as, as, as I could because we moved around all the lot, uh, you know, all the time, got to see a bunch of places, got to live internationally overseas. So that's where I got gained some of my familiarity with the pub crawl scene and just how people do it internationally. Ended up coming to CU Boulder for my undergrad. And that's where I got a little bit more into the event scene, realized that I love to host people. I love to show people a great time. I love to make memories with people and create an experience where they can really enjoy themselves. I mean, 
me and my buds in college, we used to throw parties. I would print out flyers, run around campus, giving them to trying to hand them out to any sorority girl that would take them. We were not frat guys. We weren't in a frat, but we had a nice house where we could throw parties. I would go and hire freshmen to work our doors to only let the people that we wanted there to show up. Um, Like student 54, just the good looking people? (laughs) Yeah, so graduated from CU, really loved living in Colorado and wasn't ready to leave and uh, made my way to Denver. That's where I ended up meeting this guy, working events, working in the event scene, a few different companies, kind of learning our way through just working events and festivals and different alcohol and food events where the entire mission is to show people a good time. And that's kind of where our journey took us towards how can we create our own business that does exactly what we're passionate about, which is showing people a really kick-ass time. I love that. Well, it's so funny, and I always ask people like the backstory. One, because I do like the human behind the business and the cause. But two, you can always see how like universe, God, Madonna, whatever you believe, kind of lines you up for what you're supposed to be doing, your purpose, long before you have that intentional plan to do so. Like you're just kind of following your heart towards what seems attractive or fun or is appealing, but it's really like all the market research you need to the next thing that you're doing the next level. Uh, So wait, when did you guys cross paths? At what point in time? This is probably 2020. 2019. Okay. Did you start it before the pandemic? Yes. So our first, we incorporated in uh, early 2020. Our first ever crawl was 20 March of 2020. Wow. Excuse me, February 2020. We had one month of operations. Wow. We had we had done all of our market research. We'd put everything together, and then boom. It was it was a perfect time to bring strangers together in public places. Wow. So what'd you do? Like everything shut down and what was like step two? There wasn't much we could do at the time. We had realized that our concept and what we set out to do was going to work. Yeah. And then all the wind was lost out of our sails. Yeah. When restrictions hit, we kind of sat in our hand sat on our hands for a while, but kept our vision in sight, kept building, kept working. And as soon as restrictions began to relax a little bit several months later, as soon as the city of Denver said, okay, we started operating. If that meant a max of eight tickets that we could sell and we have to sit at a booth the entire time and play play bingo and and other drinking games with a super small, tight-knit group of people before putting our masks back on and then heading to the next bar to do the same thing. And it worked and people loved it because you know the scurvy that everybody felt being trapped inside for so long. So that actually gave us, in a lot of ways, a a huge just kickstart of of energy and momentum. Okay. Because we were offering an experience that the people had been deprived of. Were they up for like anything? I feel like people were just like, cool, if there's other humans there and people are having fun, like sign me up. A, A lot. And I think, you know, that was, it was tough because we were not only navigating our own business and starting that up during a time like this, but like so many of the other businesses were as well. So there were times we would go into some of what are now and then too, the biggest, largest, most popular bars in the city. And we would be 10 of 30 people there in the entire place. And so like there was no other interaction is, you know, we were providing sometimes the only experiences these people could do. 
That's so crazy. Well, and it's so funny, and this is why I, I think I reached out to you guys over Instagram. I'm just sliding in all the DMs nowadays, and it's all business, which is so funny. But um, turmeric and tequila is the juxtaposition of like working hard and playing hard. And I think people forget how much work goes into like a fun experience, like how hard it is to like manufacture that spirit experience for authentic fun. And you gotta have like the right people, the right partnerships, the right energy. And it's a lot of work. It's totally worth it. I mean, especially if you're like a fun enthusiast, which like you guys, I definitely am. But it's a lot like of hustle and like organization. And it's not like, you know, you're Friday night frat, throw something together, buy a keg, and then like throw out some chips. This is like a strategic thing. So it's cool to see my fun humans be so business minded and then like execute and, you know, face adversity with the pandemic and still kind of like cling to the dream and, and make it move forward. Uh, at what point do you feel like you really kind of felt that flow of like, all right, pandemic's chilled, people are chilled, regulations have chilled, and now we can like get into flow of doing this regularly? Probably last year, 2022. Oh, okay. I would say. Okay. Um, you know, businesses were uh, our our core part. We can't do business if the bars and venues aren't open, of course. Right. And and so as yes, they were opening, but it also took a lot of time for them to get their full staff back in in place. Uh, a lot of their bankrolls had been wiped. Right. So you know, for example, we had bar specials. We could you you could drink for an hour. Uh, a dollar per drink for an, an hour, for an hour <laughs> so pre-COVID. Okay, <laughs> and that it was great. I mean, we, you know, f for for everybody. Cause, yeah, well, it's yeah. amazing, but you better like better know your boundaries exactly. personally. We, I mean, so but you know, those same bars, for example, if they were still open, where it was back to normal yeah. pre-pandemic, or like it was it was instead of dollar drinks, it was five, six, seven dollars drink while they were building themselves back up. So sure. Another $106 drinks. Right. A couple tabs so. downtown, I'm just like, all right, we got to look hook up some discounts. Because yeah. I had like a tequila soda that was, I don't even know, like maybe 12 ounces and it was like $17 in a plastic cup. I'm yeah. like, all right, we're going to. that's why we're here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, no, I'm, I'm authentically, I've been down there. I'm like, what? and I'm born and raised Colorado kid. So like we've seen how things have sprouted up and I'm all for it. I'm a city kid right. at heart, 100%. Uh, but some things I'm like, you know, when you're in DC and New York and you're paying 25, 25 bucks a drink, it's in a nice glass. It has like, you know, a fresher cherry. Like there's certain things you gotta like dial in that I think we're, we're still warming up to in Denver. Um, well, I'm, no I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Kristen, because <laughs> everything's more expensive these days, yeah. especially going out to the bars and you see your receipts and you're thinking, crap, you know, there's a hundred dollars that that's gone. So there's definitely a lot of people in the community that might think when they hear or, or see a listing or an ad for Denver Pub Crawl, they think, why, wait a second, why would I spend money to go to the bars where I'm going to be spending money anyway? That, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And so what a lot of our, our brand and our business is about is helping people understand that that's far from the case. Obviously, there's, there's drink specials involved. There's skipping lines. You never pay a cover. But what we really bring to the table is the experience. Yeah. Right, and you mentioned earlier, anybody can put out some potato chips and tap a keg. Yeah. But we're focused on quality, we're focused on memories, and bringing a sense of community to a place where everybody can participate, and that's a lot, that's worth so much more than just going out and 
buying twelve dollar cocktails and and not having like a crew to go with. I mean, as you get older, it's really hard to like make good friends or have authentic connections. So it's cool, you know. We played sports; you kind of always make friends through that. But as you get older, it's it's a different thing. And if you just go to the bars, it's kind of you know it's weird, whatever. But I think this is a cool in person take versus like make friends on meetup.com or anything like that, where you can actually build a community. Have you guys had like a, built like a little bit of a following or seen people stay connected after one of the crawls? We've had uh, lots and lots of relationships. I was going to say, any kids? Um, any, like, give me the that, juice here. <laughs> give the great, tea. We should probably check on that. <laughs> at this point in time, there's there's probably at least one kid out there. I was going to say, Pope Carl but Jr., let's go. That's, yeah, that's a good, we need to rem- remember that one. <laughs> um, we have a, a ton of tourists. So, I, like, we mostly market to tourists and then new, we call them new locals. People who have been here in Denver for six to 12 months. Okay. And it's amazing how many people come out on the crawls who have lived in Denver for up to a year and have never been to yeah. a bar, you know, or Lodo or like yeah. downtown. And so for us, it's it's a beautiful thing to see complete strangers come in and they, uh, that's one of our very, very first thing that we do is try to break down social barriers. So you get a name tag, they're all made up names, they're all super fun. You've probably seen many of them in movies or <laughs> heard of them in jokes. <laughs> Wait, um, what are your guys' name tag names? They're not, they're definitely not PG-13. That's okay, you could say A lot it. of sexual innuendos. Okay, but like middle school for life, okay. Yeah, absolutely. But it's the kind of thing where people walk up and they see name tags and they're, they're expecting to see their name. And we actually, most of the time, choose them for them. So that becomes their alter ego for the night. Wow, so like, okay. So uh, Mike, like, Mike... Hunt. Yeah. It's like introduced. Here's uh, yeah. Hugh Janus. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, yeah. I was thinking like Scuba Steve, but we are going to the next level. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And, okay. and we have, Back we have different. <laughs> yeah. We, we have some PG 13 in there too, but people okay. people love the raunchy. I'm sure. It's, it's fun. It's playful. It's not overboard. And it's just the best icebreaker to walk up to somebody else you see that also has a name tag. You're there for the, the same event. Yeah. And you can just walk up and read their name tag and have a laugh and immediately bypass any of that social awkwardness yeah. when you enter a new interaction with somebody and get right into where you're from, how'd you hear about this, you know, let's stick together, we're gonna be friends. And then of course, our hosts, our staff, they're professionally trained in fun. Okay. And, and hype and energy and charisma from the first moment someone shows up to get checked in, they are receiving a high quality experience and we've had so many stories of somebody that's maybe a little bit more introverted shy thinking oh gosh what did I just get myself into there's 20 people here with name tags and drinks and I came by myself and I just moved to Denver but then they're greeted so graciously and welcoming by our hosts and 45 minutes later, we see that same person on the dance floor yes. hanging out, making <laughs> friends. Those those walls came down, and there's nothing that makes us happier than that. That's, that's awesome. A, is it the host, or do you think that's tequila a little bit? <laughs> that's why what we do is so fun. It's like it's a strategic com- partnerships. It's a combination. Yeah. You know? Wait, so do people come by themselves? I didn't even think about that. That's oh, actually yeah. really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Solo travelers, people who, again, have moved here recently, they... That's our whole thing. And that's, to me, one of the coolest things we've been able to bring from some of our background experiences uh, to what we do at the pub crowd. It doesn't matter what color skin you have, how much you weigh, where you're from, how much money is in your bank account. Like, you're all there to have a good time. Yeah. And that is our job as and our host job to, to say, 
exactly that. It's like we're here, we're here to be safe, to have fun, and to show you around town. And I that's why that. it's this perfect like middle of the Venn diagram for all of those things. That's me. Well, I mean, diversity and inclusion we always need, and we're major advocates for on TNT, and it's a big piece of um, humanity. But just that connection point coming off COVID, but even without COVID, I still think we're in a pretty disconnected society coming off, you know, political runs and all these things that we definitely won't, you know, go down that hole. But it's just like there's so much divisiveness in general. I think anytime you can come, you know, together over something lighthearted and just good time and get together people that don't look like you and facilitate a conversation over, you know, <laughs> a silly name or something. Something, I actually do think it breaks barriers on a larger level. And it's not this super over-intentional, like, intricate thing. It's more just like a casual process that is intentional. It's pretty powerful. It's, it's And it's cool, too. Like, you don't, yeah. have, you don't have to drink. It, that's a big misconception. Like, yeah, sure, we're going to the bars. But we have people that come out that will have, like, one drink, and that's it. Okay. Um, we work with all of the bars to, to make sure, like, if there's – on the safety side that we have more female solo travelers and more female uh solo just uh, new locals come out than any other population by themselves that are not in a group because they feel comfortable being in a group and we i mean we have our host there professionally trained host like i was mentioning the entire night so It's not like you're just showing up for like a meetup and it gets crazy. You don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I never would have guessed you'd have more solo females showing up than anything right. else. It, that does make sense. Now that I think about it. It used to surprise us too. But then it's also like in our reviews and things, they, they mention that specifically. Yeah. And I think it makes others feel comfortable as well. And that's the whole goal. You know, I, awesome. I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into as a female solo traveler when yeah. I first signed up for this event. But oh my gosh, five stars. It was the best night of my life. It was so much fun. The host took care of me. Leave a review plug. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, we've had, easily, we've had travelers from all 50 states now, probably over 30 countries. People have come. um, Fun things to do in Denver. Typed into Google, Denver Pub Crawl shows up. And if you're from another country, you're probably more familiar with our our model, our, our concept than say an American where there's really not a pub crawl experience that's widespread in the United States. So they see that and they already have uh, an inclination to want to do that. So they show up and they immediately feel welcomed. Oh, it's my first time in Denver. You know, we just flew in like two hours ago and we can't wait to have fun with you guys. And that's awesome. Well, you guys say it's a European take on a pub crawl. I think a lot of people, I've traveled, I've mostly competed internationally, so I haven't had a ton of time to actually, like, no pun intended, like drink in a city or experience it um, yeah. on the agenda long term. So it's tell me. Smart. What's that? It's probably smart. It probably is. Yeah, our coaches were like, oh, no, 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 come back here. <laughs> um, but tell me, like, what is that European experience? Like, where did that, because you guys both did that, and that's kind of where this came together, right? We've both traveled our fair share. Ty, I'll let you field this one because you've done a little bit more traveling. But yeah, explain the difference for Kristen and our viewers on the American style pub crawls versus what we do with Denver pub crawl. It's an international style experience. This this has been a a great cause of of contention. And uh, when we were working on our pitches going into bars when we first started, everybody's heard of a pub crawl, right? But like, what do most people think of when you say pub crawl? It's like the 300, 500 people dressed Santa in Santa pub suits. Crawl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or St. Patty's Day. Just and it out is. of control, yeah. It's usually chaos. And it's, it's fun. It's, it's fun. One but time, though, yeah. <laughs> you usually go with people that you know or yeah. like you, you're meeting up with people. It's usually low cost. And the bars 
love it on one side because they're making a ton of money, yeah. but then they're also, they hate it because nobody tips yeah. and they have to clean up the bathrooms you know, all day. Yeah. And uh, so we call that American style. It's usually mass chaos. It's crazy. You really don't go there to meet new people or it's less of an experience. It's just fun. And for us in the international style, it's this is this model is done literally all over the world except in the U.S. And it's just there are some other cities, uh, New Orleans, Miami, New York, Chicago. You can find some of these, but very it's it's quite rare actually. Hmm. So we bring everybody together to one bar to check in. It's much more small sided, usually fifteen twenty on the low end, maybe up to forty fifty on the high end, but it's much much more about breaking those social barriers down. Like you get to actually meet and talk with other people there. You, If you wanna make new friends, you can. That's what we're there to do, but it's also not mass chaos and it's a controlled environment. So we have exclusive drink specials that nobody else in the bar is getting. We're taking you from one bar to the next. We're playing games um, and you're doing things too. Like when you have 500 people out in Santa suits, like nobody can skip a line because right. everybody's trying to skip the line. Right. We can do that. So like. We go to bars and venues here in Denver that normally charge $15, $20 cover and have a line around the block. And we go right past, and you don't have to pull your wallet out, except for your ID. Okay. But that's... That's amazing. I I'd never really heard about that. I mean, I'd heard about pub crawls internationally, but I didn't really think about it in different. But like how you were just saying the American style, I was thinking like, oh man, this has got to be like a shit show every weekend. Because I was thinking like Santa pub crawl where it's like half the costumes in the street and the person's in there, you know, hanging from the rafters. Right. Like it's like People all the things. Out. It's, it really yeah. is chaos. There's like, fights. It's We've awesome. been on those too. And, <laughs> and that's, that's where when we were going to the bars, we were like, hear us out. Like we're not like everybody else. We yeah. do this every single weekend. And then their ears perk up because it's like, oh, you're not like the 500 person Santa Crawl. Yeah. Well, so before we got on the air, we talked about um, the intentionality behind building relationships, building, being a good person in business. And as simple as that sounds, it's something that's really important in life, but especially in Denver, because we are a small, tight knit community, regardless of how many humans are here. There's a, like very few people moving chips and orchestrating and, and doing things. So, you know, if you're not doing something, not treating people well, word travels fast. How have you guys been intentional about building these relationships, taking care of them? And why is that important to you? I think we're both, what makes Ty and I work together so well is we're both huge proponents of what goes around comes around. Yeah. And if you're going to, if you're going to do something, if you're going to put something out there, it should not just benefit you, but benefit other people. Because when you instill that sense of community and the sense of values into what you've gone out and set out to do, you're only going to create more opportunity for collaboration, like us talking with you today. It's awesome. We love it. We we never miss out on an opportunity to work and partner up and collaborate with other members of the Denver community because we get a lot of foot traffic. We get a lot of people that have to go eat at restaurants, go to events, you know, travel around the city and visit other places of business that we can you know, promote for, we can yeah. partner, collaborate with, they can bring people to our, to our doors. Um, charity, you know, we want to make an impact that's greater than ourselves. We want to contribute in a way where we're not just cash and checks. Um, right. 
like the big big boys do, right? Um, you know, we're we're a small local business, and deep in our roots, that's what we are, and I hope we always operate that way. That's awesome, I, and I think it it's it pays dividends like karma wise, but really it makes the experience so much less, you know constricting and like frictiony like when you've got good people you can call and just say i've got this event or i've got this group of people can you throw in a case of this or can you open up the venue for this did it like it just makes the process so much easier and when people can trust you can trust them it takes a little bit of time but man it's so worth it to do it right for the long term because then it can be kind of turnkey has it gotten to that level for you guys now that you've run so many reps on stuff absolutely i mean it what we were talking about events before, you know, and a lot of big events companies, regardless of whether you're here in Denver or not, most of them are running between, let's call it like four or five to maybe 15 events a year. Okay. And we run over a hundred because we're doing twice a weekend or two times a weekend. And we're about to launch Rhino in two weeks. And so we'll be doing 150 events. It's, and, and when, yes, when you're doing that many reps, like yeah. you have to be good to people. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and it, it goes both ways. Like a lot of our bar partners, we were, they recognized that we were literally some of the only people coming in on Friday and Saturday nights okay. during the pandemic and literally paying, helping them pay their bills. Whereas now we can go to them uh, if we have a special event or request and say, hey, GM, uh, we all know each other by first name and we say, hey, we, we want to do this. Can we make it happen? So yeah, let's do it. I love it. You know, and that's the kind of thing, like, I don't think... To Logan's point, I mean, a lot of people are out for a paycheck. And like, yes, of course, that's important. But that's how we start every single one of our conversations with new bar partners is this is a long term play for us. And it's about a win win. This is not we're not just trying to cash out and move to the next one. Yeah, I love that. Well, do you guys have plans to go to like the next city if this isn't such like an American thing? Like, is there... Any any breaking yeah. news you no, want to say? I, yeah, I, absolutely. One of my favorite things uh, or pieces of feedback to receive when we're out running these events, running these pub crawls, is someone coming up to us with a big smile on their face saying, oh my gosh, you have to bring this to my city. Yeah. This was awesome. We don't have anything like this in my city, in my state. So we take in that feedback and we look at each other and we're like, heck yeah, we want to do that. Why would we Why would we not? That same sense of community, that same fun, safe, playful atmosphere that we bring people in Denver, of course we want to take that other places. I mean, that's kind of genius too because now you have like your little brand ambassadors. Like if you've got someone from Cincinnati out in Denver, the second you go to Cincinnati, you can call out person that was out here that had a great experience and be like, come through, tell your friends, like let's run a test, whatever. That's awesome. We we're not we're not there yet, but we've been working on it for a while. Okay. Uh, and we've we'll have to do a part two when we're when we're there. Acceptable. Be, yeah. Well, I, I try. We're like on year four for the podcast, so I've had a couple people come back, and it's been really cool to see some of the transition and growth that they talked about, and some things they forgot about, and then came back on the show and were like, "Yeah, we did this," or it turned out completely different, but it worked out. You know, here's how we you know got into the game, etc. Well, I'm that, sure the same can be said for you. I mean, 100%. we're in this fancy studio today. Your <laughs> your, your marketing, your Instagrams kick butt. Yeah. So, well, thank you. We'll just start a podcast that have you on it. Let's go. Yeah. I love it. I well, kind of like similar to you guys. I love you know my worlds merge. Obviously, the the work and then the play. Um, but just like I love people, I love community, yeah. I love being out in events. Like I love that kind of thing, and I love people that love that. So it's like if you get a bunch of us together and everyone's just kind of like high energy and they're excited about whatever the hell it is they're doing 
doing. Um, I think it's really important that, that like those kind of community leaders are together from authentic space because that not to be too cliche, but that's kind of how we move the world, I think, in the right direction of just connecting and, and getting it right and not leaning on some of these more like orchestrated like government systems or ideas like good people got to know good people. There you go. There you go. Well, why don't you guys tell me that? Because we were kind of talking a little about our childhood and brothers and sisters and you guys do have this kind of unique situation where like what do you do or like do you I get this asked all the time like do you have a full-time job and I'll be like this is the full-time job like the podcast isn't necessarily but this goes with KO Alliance the marketing so we're making it fit together but I like for our young people to hear you can seek out these opportunities that you know merge your authentic self of the fun and the play or whatever it might be and it doesn't have to be this traditional job situation and it doesn't have to fit into a box um and I like our kids to hear that because I think that stems to like mental health. Like when you're always trying to fit and do something or wear the suit and tie, do the nine to five, and it's just not working, like that's where we have like constriction on on how our kids want to be. So long-winded point, but tell me kind of what you guys do on the daily and how like your job, what you do now came into your world. Like was it one step at a time or do we do this like day by day? I think that's a great question and one we could probably talk about for a long time. <laughs> probably, but. Yeah. Yeah, long story short, I mean, I think this came about directly when when I moved here specifically, I was living downtown. I was like two blocks from Lodo and I started going out in Lodo. And after my experience abroad, uh, you know, recognizing Lodo is a perfect neighborhood with 30, 40 bars in a you know, half mile radius. Yeah. Um, I had never, I promise, I was never a kid going, I want to start a pop girl company. Even as an adult, it was like, uh, we had, we said, okay, well, we're going to test this and we're going to see what people say. This was like November of 2018. Okay. And we had 65 people come out. People were like for inviting the first one? for the very first one. Really? And that's when we were like, okay, like this is something we should, let's run it again. Yeah. Let's see how we do. We had like 50 people come out. Um, and then of course COVID hit, but you know, it's one of those things like I think for both of us, we were discovering in, in the business startup world, it's like, can you can you prove, can you validate the idea? Yeah. We did that. Can we, you know, prove that or can we are are people enjoying it? Do they want to come back? Over and over again, people set, kept saying, Complete strangers, you know, people were saying, You need to raise your prices, like this is way way I would pay way more, you should be charging way more. And so yes, like we both do other events on the side as well. This is largely full time for us, but to your point, I mean, everything I think, ha you look back and you can discover the pathway that brought you here. For both of us is a little bit different, but recognizing like, hey, we can build something that we enjoy ourselves and we know for a fact that other people enjoy. And, you know, we're, we're paying, we have, we normally we average about 15 people on our payroll okay it's like we're helping them pay their bills and it's so it's for us it's a lot of fun to be able to do this full, uh, largely full-time but then also do what we also enjoy on the weekends too yeah i mean to make something out of nothing i think that's the hardest part for you know young entrepreneurs or dreamers or believers is like i have this idea i don't know how like these worlds fit together but i know they do because i want i do all these things and like just having that idea come to fruition i think is really hard so i love when people get to see like here's a couple of humans that just had an idea threw it out there 
had proof of concept, it worked, and just kind of built from there. I think when we're younger, we're always taught to like have a plan. What do you want to do in five years? And it's nowadays like what you're gonna do might not even be a thing yet. Like podcasting wasn't a thing when I was a kid or pub crawls. I don't know if you're thinking about pub crawls when you were like nine or 10, maybe you were. No. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you, there's just so much pressure to have it figured out. And I don't think you need to have like this straight line of what you're gonna do. Cause like you said, the path isn't that. As as long as you do something, yeah, that's, you gotta that's show what up. I was going to jump in and say, especially for the the younger crowd, the younger viewers. Uh, I mean, I graduated school with a communication degree and had me too athletes. There we go, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Played soccer in college, knew that I wasn't going to go pro, so I guess I'll have my parents pay for me to learn how to talk. Right, right. And look what we're and doing. Here you now. are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did door to door sales after school. I did. Um, Google Ads, SEO management, software sales, worked in and out of the events scene. And you just got to go out and do something. You got to start. You can't let fear stand in the way. I, I know that there's there's so many, starting a business gives you so many metaphors for life. Mm -hmm. And the two of us have definitely had moments in our journey where we have let fear kind of get in the way, cloud our vision. And being able to recognize that is a really good skill to take a breath, Zoom, zoom back out. We can get so focused on the micro, think about the macro, get out of your own way and just do something. I mean, similar to how you said some of the jobs of the future, people, what people are going to be doing there, they don't even exist yet. I mean, we have the internet, we have YouTube, we have so many resources where you can go and learn and create and do and, and work with other people. So that, that's been a big lesson for us starting this business. We, We've had the proof of concept. We had all this great feedback, but still a lot of work. Yeah. A lot more work in a lot of ways that I wasn't expecting it to be. Okay. Um, behind the scenes, which I'm sure you're very familiar with too. The things that the customer or the employee mind doesn't think about. But then when you are the employer, the business owner, the leader, there's a lot that goes into that that you have to learn your way through. And if you're not if you're not falling, you're, you're, and you're not failing, you're, you're not growing, right? What is, is it Denzel Washington says, fall forward and fall yeah, off. Yeah, I think so. Right? So yeah. that's, that's a good mantra to live by. Yeah. Well, you're not, and that's why I like sports so much. Cause like you, you get kicked or whatever, like you get up and, get, and keep going. Like there's yeah. no thought process like, well, am I going to get up? Do I feel it? You just do it. So I always think that's a good practice, but um, it is a good metaphor for life because you're going to have a lot of failure before you have success. And you don't really learn anything if you're not getting kind of kicked down and kicked out. Like, I feel like that's when you know you're alive. Especially so. by the state of Colorado. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you want to unpack that, that a little bit? No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, on the, on the bright note, tell us, like, some of the some of the pubs, the bars or pubs or people you're working with, brands, anything that you want, deals. Like, give us a little bit of, like, the experience that you're excited about who you're working working with yeah here, i think logan kind of alluded to this but like that is part of our big mission it's like yes you have to pay for a ticket but you buy five drinks you've actually just paid for your ticket ticket because of the discount so okay we're also going to we're going to some of the coolest spots in in denver down, downtown specifically of course but uh whiskey row tony tenderoni's uh el patio uh Concefos, um giggling grizzly swankies yeah. Status, the list mile, goes on. Mile yeah. high so spirits. Okay. Like uh, we we have a roster now of about 10 tenish bar partners downtown. Okay, that list is growing very quickly with Rhino. We're super excited to launch. We're, like I said, in a couple weeks, we'll be going to places like Federales, 
we will be at American Bonded. We'll be at uh, hopefully places like Matchbox, Metal Lark, Beacon. Some fun spots. I love it. Well, and so give me an example of like some of the drink specials, like Dollar Tequila, Top Shelf. Uh, <laughs> a lot of half price, not yeah, anymore. Half, <laughs> half price top shelf cocktails. You know okay. your your beer and shot deals are always great. Your you know two dollar fifty Jello shots or mystery shots, which no one ever really knows what they're putting okay. in there, but it, it's cheap College. and it, it it helps the wallet, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, all kinds of different draft beer, wine deals, wells. We try to offer a, a pretty com- you know comprehensive menu. Okay. At each of our bars, that's one of the things that we ask for, so that our crawlers feel like at every place we visit, there's something on the menu that they'll be drawn towards, that they'll like and 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 want to order. And that's, that's awesome. That's worked. And if you well. are on a budget, especially for that's one of our biggest value propositions, is essentially saying, if you want to go out and you want to drink on a Friday, Saturday night, you are going to be paying most likely close to double what you would normally be paying. So like our okay. the premium cocktails for example like six bucks on a friday oh. saturday night with top shelf okay um and that is you know you're not getting that yeah if you're not on the pub crawl two dollar shots two dollar fifty shots three dollar four dollar beers all night so it's it's not that's awesome yeah so it's there's yeah. definitely pub crawl kids somewhere i'm just saying with those kind of specials that is absolutely that's <laughs> we're here there were two of us yeah. and we, we've also had a couple partners that have played the the dice game where you're at the bar and you roll a die and okay. whatever it lands on, that's what you're paying for your drink. Oh, we yeah, we used to do this at um, Front Porch. Yeah. And they did also do like the name game. Like if your name was that, you would drink free all night. I don't think the person with that name ever walked out okay. Um, but yeah, we did, or no, 50-50 uh, night where they flip a quarter if it's free or you pay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that can get dangerous <laughs> we, real quick. We play bingo, we, okay. and we talked about it. We like skipping the line. A lot of people don't, you don't think about that unless you're you know if, if you're going out past 10 o'clock like you are going to stand in the line yeah. and sometimes depending on where you want to go that line is very very long yeah. and not only is it you know a cool experience but like you feel like a boss yeah when you walk right past everybody <laughs> VIP else. without the VIP exactly. price exactly I'm here, for that. here comes huge you know huge tits walking around the block <laughs> everybody's like with Mike Hunt, what is yeah. going on yeah. yeah exactly that's awesome Mike and Hugh are <laughs> BFFs. Um, wait, so tell me about, so you train these leaders, these fun enthusiasts. Like, I'm, I'm curious on this, like, training. What is something that they go through to, like, dial in their energy and hype and all this? This is this is Logan's baby. Yeah, so this, is, this is my world. Crazy. I mean, we this is our baby, and we're super proud of our reputation in Denver. I mean, we got five-star reviews across the board. Hundreds and hundreds of people left reviews saying this thing was so awesome. You should try it. You should go on it. And a lot of that, we owe the credit to our staff, both in the the training that we've given them, which I'll go into, but also the type of people they are. Um, we're, we're not paying anybody's rent out here. It's a little bit of side cash that you make. You're getting paid to go show people a, a fun time on the town. Yeah. Like it's a party that you don't have to organize. Right, right. right. That's, that's awesome. Show up. Everybody's going to meet you there and show them a great time. We're looking for charismatic people full of enthusiasm, full of energy, that love to meet people. And I think, speaking generally, people really underestimate how much they have in common with another human, even if your world your world's apart uh, on, in other areas. But 
what our hosts do very well is as soon as they meet somebody, a new interaction, it's almost like an interview. You're asking them questions. You're kind of peeling back that onion until you find the thing that strikes, right? An example, you know, where are you from, Kristen? And, oh, you played lacrosse. Oh my gosh, I played lacrosse. Like, oh my gosh, let's talk about that now. We've, we've dropped down those barriers. We're having a good time. We feel more comfortable. So that's a big quality that we look for. But as far as the training goes, there's so many different things that can happen in nightlife. People are drinking. What if, it, what if the bars are super crowded? How are you going to navigate through that and still give everybody a really fun experience? You know, how can you facilitate games that 20 people play all at once? So we do a lot of scenario-based training, a lot of like in the field, hands-on training. Uh, we have a really good kind of more seasoned staff Okay. that have taken more initiative and leadership to actually go and, and help with the shadowing and the training of, of the new the new folks that come on. And before anybody joins our team, the first thing that they absolutely have to do is come out on a pub crawl. Yeah. It's like, you, you, it. yeah, we sure. need you to drink the Kool-Aid For before sure. we give you the whole jug yeah. to then pour out to the whole no crawlers. Alcohol, if you, yeah. if you continue, no alcohol in the Kool-Aid. Continue the metaphor. Yes, <laughs> we're dry Kool-Aid only. Yeah. Um, but, and we've, it's another part of, if you're listening to this and you're running a business and you're trying to hire the right people, they're not all going to be the right people. And that's how you learn who the right people are. They have to understand what you're doing, take pride in what you're doing. A lot of integrity is involved because we're sending these people out to show people a good time. And if we get a bad review, it's on you. It's on us. Yeah, we have yeah. to take responsibility for that. But yeah. um, Th that's one of the reasons, though. We we partner with a nonprofit called uh, Safe Bars. Yeah, we do alcohol safety training, sexual harassment training. All of oh, our hosts okay. carry around drink testing kits. That's the kind of stuff, and we, that's why we make sure that our staff is our staff is in connection with the bars as well. Um, I guess since we are PG thirteen and up here, yeah. you know, in almost four thousand people over three years, we've had two reported cases of vomiting. Oh, okay. We've had That's it? One fight. Oh, wow. And so our statistics are fantastic and we want to keep it that way. Good so for you. We tr we we hire well on our side. We do things the way we do for very specific reasons, but yeah. it's a lot of training. It's I was going to Well, yeah, so how did you guys even build out the training program? Was it just kind of trial and error and like figuring out oh, we need to address this cuz this happened when like and just build it as it developed? Exactly that. I yeah. mean, when we first started Denver Pub Crawl, for the most part, it was either Ty or myself yeah. that was out there. For almost two years, leading every group. Friday and Saturday I mean, we've night. done this wow. hundreds of times at this point. So we didn't need to train ourselves. It's our business. We know exactly what we want to give the people. Yeah. And we're going to just do our darndest to make sure that that happens. Totally different expecting people to, to know things or pick up on things that we thought was maybe common sense or went over our heads. So there's been countless of moments, usually almost always small things where, oh, we didn't train on that? I guess we should train on that. Yeah. You know, somebody had a problem that we have a quick solution for, but until you until you know, you don't realize that. So our you know two-page or front and back training packet that we would give people is now 20 pages long. Yeah. Um, we have a, a learning management system to help people grow and develop and practice videos, situational okay. questions, scenarios. So if you're worried about a certain thing, if you're unsure about something, there's 
like very rare does something happen now that we don't already did you look at your packet did you look at your training manual it's in there um so yeah a lot of trial and error for sure <laughs> that's cool i didn't realize it was that intricate of like a training process um and now tell me a little bit about the nonprofit you're partnered with and and why you guys chose them absolutely so they're called safe bars it's part of uh or it's part of a nonprofit called blue bench the blue bench and they focus on sexual assault and sexual harassment training and prevention and act action um, we did an a in-person training with them about a year ago, and it was fantastic. Okay. Um, since then, we've been able to help them get into other bar partners as well, and it's been fantastic for them. So the, we talk about community and like bringing everybody up. Yeah. Like that's exactly the kind of thing that we want. But um, you know, it's it's we we went the, to be honest, we went them because not a lot of people do training like that. Yeah, especially locally, and uh, we were. I think so pleasantly surprised with our experience with with them. It's, what made you even like think to seek them out, or did they reach out to you guys? Like, how did that even happen? No, we we reached out to them okay. uh, because we wanted our staff to be prepared. You know, it's like yeah. we're going in, we're sending, we're sending. I was going to use the term like a battlefield, I mean, it, and it's it's not anywhere close to battlefield, obviously. But it's like there's a lot going on. There's yeah. a lot of anytime. We, we don't have the liability of pouring drinks. We don't check IDs. Like that's what we partner with our, our partners, but we're still taking people into very active nightlife, mm -hmm. you know, environments. So safety is a number one priority, is, is the number one priority for us actually. So that was a non-negotiable, especially once we did start growing our team. It was like, we, we need something now. Yeah, um, and and really on the you know on the we were erring on the side of being proactive and, and cautious and yeah uh, you know that's one of the reasons like I mentioned we carry around the drink testing kits like that was not part of the training but it's one it's something that we want our host to be prepared with right and so if somebody does feel uncomfortable they do want to test it we've got them covered like most people don't carry stuff like that with with them right so right. Right. it's um. We do our best to make sure that people have as much fun, but also feel as, as safe as possible. That's amazing. I love the proactive approach. I think some people or corporations or companies will have fear around that. Or like, are we putting it out there? Should we make that a thing? Where I think it is a thing. And Denver, as we become to, you know, get to be like a larger and larger city, it's amazing. You get bigger things, you get more people. But with that, you get, you know, more things you have to be concerned about. And there's more issues that come up. So you have to be like proactive and prepared and just have a conscious conversation. Like, let's be honest, we are drinking. We are, you know, probably going to get crazy or whatever. Like, let's stick together. Let's be aware and let's have, you know, a path to solution if need be hopefully you don't need it but um we you know it's here if we do absolutely we have a very strict uh we call them crawl guidelines mm -hmm. very strict you have a, a one strike policy when and every every crawler is told this up front you basically you have one warning and yeah. if there's anything that occurs again uh you're no longer welcome on the crawl you will not be allowed into any bars with us you know, we can't keep people from in but right. we will make sure that every single bouncer and bar staff knows that you are not welcome. Yeah. And they that's the kind of relationship that we have. Uh, like at our last bar, Mile High Spirits, they're one of our, our best partners. They've been fantastic. And people will skip the line. They'll try to jump in our group and skip the line with us. And it's okay. like, <laughs> we're going to tell you this now, but like they're going to tell you the same thing. Like you're going to have to go back in the, the line and you have yeah. to pay. Like so, And they, they love it because it's a mutual, it's a mutual respect and win-win and thing. 
For sure. Well, it makes their job easier if you guys have the, your crew in line. Exactly. Well, and it adds to the legitimacy of yeah. our experience we're offering. Our our hosts, at, like Ty mentioned, at the very beginning of the night, they're laying down these these guidelines and kind of our, our ground rules for the night. Hey, everybody, we're here to have a great time. But if at any moment you feel uncomfortable, unsafe, or, or just any any situation, please come find me, your host, and I'll help you. Yeah. And that when somebody, right, that's entirely their job and why they're they're there. So if I'm a solo traveler that isn't sure what I just signed up for, and I hear that at the beginning of the night, it's going to make me feel really good. Yeah. And then. God forbid something were to, to go down, at least now they know, okay, I have somebody in my corner who is professionally trained and, and can help me out, which is such a huge imp- piece of importance for us. Yeah, that's. I mean, and that's why I love these kinds of conversations because I didn't know, I knew it was an intricate process and you guys had a lot more um, there, not than that it seems, but more than just like a crawl, like with, again, us Americans would assume that it is if we hadn't had an international experience but i like that you can hear like this conversation and the education piece of like listen to all these layers that go on into this experience and all you know the checks and balances that are running so that experience is top notch uh speaking of top notch experience we're excited to partner with you guys yeah two right. coming out we're going to be benefiting holy kicks which is a local 501c3 they're walking with people experiencing homelessness um and economic disparity and they get out shoes to those that need it uh, it's a really cool cause. It's a guy, shout out to Tag, that I train with at Bladium CrossFit. So we always try and support their cause when we can. We're partnering with these guys. We're coming out September 2nd. And um, I'm hoping everybody wears their turmeric and tequila shirts. We'll figure out something for that. Portion of the proceeds will go to Holy Kicks. Uh, is there anything special you guys have planned for ours? You can lie to me. Oh, no, absolutely. We're, we're super <laughs> excited. So, so something that we've gotten into a lot more heavily recently is private experiences, whether it's a, a conference work event, a company retreat, a bachelor party, bachelorette party, birthday parties, we've gotten really good at personalizing experience that isn't, that, that's something different that we're offering a group of people that are all part of the same culture, same group or same membership to a community and then roll, you know, we're pulling out all the stops for, for games and fun throughout the night. So it's going to be a total blast. I love it. We're pumped. And I'm actually excited to meet some of like the crews that the, the other crew that comes through or like international or solo travelers. Like I would love that. It is going to be a lot of like fitness CrossFitters. So we might scare some of the crowd talking about back squats or something, you know, like the number one rule of CrossFit is just talk about CrossFit. Well, and you know, there might, there might be some, some challenges. <laughs> Okay. I was going to say. There like, might be some physical dude, f- physical challenges. Pull-up challenges, push-up challenges. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. so, oh, man. When I say pulling out the stops, the yeah. Okay. Block, yeah. you know, sprint up the block. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We'll make a wad just for you guys. And I love it. We'll see I what we can it. come up. Yeah. yeah. We so. might up the, Annie, was it two two throw-uppers? I'm just kidding. We're not, I don't do throw-ups. So we're not letting that happen. Whether it's fitness-related or alcohol, neither one is acceptable. I was going to say, please, no. Yeah, you're, no. If you're watching won't. this or hearing this, please don't. <laughs> no, it's varsity only. Don't worry. We'll, we'll filter that out. Good. Um, but we're excited. We're excited to, like again, get some exposure for Holy Kicks, work with you guys. I haven't, as a Denver born and raised kid, I haven't been downtown, like down, down, like the row in, I don't even know, at least a few years. So I'm excited to jump back into that. It's going to be um, fun. Where can we find you guys? Handles, websites, what else do you want to share? Pretty easy. I mean, we are the one and only weekly pub crawl in the state of Colorado and one of the very few in the 
country. Uh, so Denver Pub Crawl, quick Google search. That's also our, our Instagram handle, Facebook. Do we have Twitter? Are we TikTok for sure. Okay, okay. Uh, I think people are moving away from Twitter. And yeah. There's all this other stuff it. now. But, Twitter um, doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. It's X or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Definitely check Long. us out on Denver Pub Crawl. We actually, we're about to kickstart a brand new series uh, on Instagram. That's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. So stay tuned for that. Um, we're going to be hitting the streets. We're hashtag gonna be, dating in Denver. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hashtag okay. dating in Denver. Um, we are going to get to the bottom of the dating scene in Denver, and okay. it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm excited um, and nervous about that. But I, I definitely anybody that listens to this, um, please reach out to Kristen or, or find us online if you're interested in partnering, getting involved, learning more about what we do. Maybe you want to try out to be a host. Uh, we're always welcoming those folks to come out. Um, but super excited for next Saturday, two Saturdays from now, two September Saturday, 2nd. Yeah. yeah, We're pumped. Um, I love it. I think that's amazing. And private events, you said, I know those are on the on the rise out here. Yeah, so if somebody's so. getting married, oh man, do we have a blast with your group. Bachelor parties, uh, bachelor parties. Birthdays. We, we had a, a 30th birthday recently, a, a 40th birthday. Um, there's no age limit with our our guests. I, totally I mean, we some of the those are the, some of the most fun when you've got. We've had grandparents yeah. coming out celebrating yes. grandkid graduations. We've had all kinds of different singles groups, dating groups, divorce parties. Oh, all right, man, yeah. that's that, that's extremes right there. It is the outliers. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> not we haven't had them on the same night yet, but <laughs> single you know, street. I mean, that might be a thing. Like that's actually. Yes, for yeah. everybody except the Bachelor or Bachelorette. Everybody this else. This might turn into like a reality show. Like just it, it could Very press well record. Could. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they they meet on the pub crawl, <laughs> yeah. and then the camera crew follows up with them two weeks, one month, ninety days after yes. to see what's going on. There it is. There's the plot right there. <laughs> this Boom. I will say shameless plug to uh, pub crawl is a perfect first date first date idea oh actually I, I could see that for sure because it's it's fairly low cost and you're having fun and if things don't work out you're in a social environment you can meet somebody else <laughs> or you just split you know and the, the, you know that the, the other person is in good hands and safe i love that um we've had actually it was really fun we got a review from somebody who came on one of our crawls a long time ago and it's like they're still together but this they, they, it's like i went on a first date and it was so cool because you know it's like there was no pressure and blah blah yeah. blah so if you're That's looking for a first cool. date idea come through there you go wait so if they do, it doesn't work out someone will start talking to someone else in the same pub crawl yeah so we also do these things oh, we do these people. stickers we do these relationship stickers oh Don't, not to spoil the fun but, okay or surprise rather but okay it's like have you heard of stoplight parties I don't think so. It's like green, you're single. Oh, oh no, this was like this was back in the day. Oh okay. Uh, green signal, yellow. It's complicated. Red, you're like don't talk to me. I'm in a relationship, kind of thing. Oh. And uh, then we also have a blue. We'll save the. Is blue. it like a sticker? Yeah. So Wait, it'll just what go is on blue? your. Blue's a mystery box. <laughs> yeah. We, it's like okay. choose your own adventure, and a lot of people. You go know, with we, blue. A lot of people go with blue. All right. We have get those blue. drink test kick tickets. Well, and and people really appreciate that because if somebody is in a happy, committed relationship and they're out with a group of thirty people yeah. and they put a red sticker on, they're telling the rest of the group like, "Hey, I'm here to have a good time, but not that good of a time, right? I'm okay. I'm happily married, or I'm in a, a solid relationship." Um, so that 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 eliminates a lot of that kind of. In between awkward, like, uh, I'm a woman and I'm getting hit on by this guy and I don't appreciate it. And it's actually negatively affecting my experience okay. versus 
you're a yellow, it's complicated or green, like go ahead. I want to be hit on or, you know, <laughs> let's see what happens. And the blue is fun because a lot of people, regardless of their situation, will put blue. Yeah. Because it's, it's exciting, start. right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. what, oh, what does that mean? Like, it's we've funny. had, we've had a group of swingers out on a crawl who oh, all chose yes. blue. Okay. And then another group of swingers that also chose blue and they ended up hanging out, I think. <laughs> swinging you know and that's like they would have never they specifically mentioned like this is why we started talking so they wow. might have gone yeah. into the same uber okay at the end of the night we mission accomplished cannot confirm or like, deny yeah. um wow wait so are there are there any like super before we wrap up like super crazy stories that we should know that is like a funny pg-ish 13 story I bet you guys have a I bunch. Have, we have, yeah, Where we have a begin? lot of, yeah. a lot of stories. Do we have another hour? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, one of my favorites, though, this was actually on our, our mock, like our test run. Very okay. first one we did when we had 65 people. Um, one of my friends, his cousin was in town. And the whole night was, like, totally fine. And then all of a sudden, we were at our last bar, and it was packed. There were, like, a couple thousand people in there. And... I get, we all have our name tags and wristbands on. And so we stand out and, uh, one of the bar staff came over and was like, excuse me, like, is this person with you as she was being escorted out of the, uh, of the bar. Okay. And she had, she was not, she was from Chicago okay. while like I had met her earlier and that did not surprise me, but she had jumped behind the bar and was starting to serve people drinks without and nobody called her for like three or four minutes she so wanted she, to work for free <laughs> she was like yeah not like not charging people and things so oh um okay. it was they're like just to let you know like she just got kicked out like she's not going to be welcome back here and i was like okay well uh she's you know. just an entrepreneur let's just Absolutely. relax here yeah. you know she's just trying to serve the people right um that's funny that was, <laughs> I, probably, I probably knew that person that um <laughs> my fellow laxers shout out right. um that's that's crazy okay that's a, that's a great i think pg like just that was one of those things we talked about earlier the trainings like you don't train for something like that. Yeah. You don't girl, build girl that into your behind the, or client goes behind the bar. And yeah. Starts like what, drinks. what do you do? So what did you do? Um, the, the, that one, it was pretty simple because she had already been kicked out. So I was like, let me go get her cousin real quick. Let me make sure that he knows that, you know, she's out, but like, you might want to take her home, man. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Was this at my high spirits by chance? Yes. <laughs> How did yeah, you know? Because I know my high and I know how they roll. Yeah. And we love, we'd always like go there. They play like Michael Jackson's Free Willy song at the end. I'm a fan <laughs> of that place. Anyways, yeah. it's been a few years, but that sounds right on brand for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was very, it was all very cordial. Like they, be, like I said, they became one of our best partners. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, no, we're uh, here for them. Shout was, out. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you can't control people. People are going to do what they want to do. And right. That's funny. We have okay. pe people take their clothes off. Um, yeah. When, especially when we're walking. That's. If you're a tourist and you're listening to this, check the weather. You know, okay. People, oh, yeah, yeah. People would, like show up, girls, no, not trying to be stereotypical, but girls will show up in like their heels with <laughs> six inches of snow on the ground. Uh, people will also smoke beforehand too. Like oh. that's especially like super tourists. super high? To, yeah, tourists, oh, okay. they'll smoke a bunch. And then, you know, it, it's like, hey, <laughs> you doing okay? You just want to make sure you're having a good time. And they're just, you know, sitting there. Yeah. I never understood yeah. that. You can do that on the couch, you know, follow your heart, but okay. Well, we'll get the people that say, hey, is there any chance we can stop by a dispensary on the route? Like, where are we going to next? And we've had people 
get on scooters and just leave to go to a dispensary. And I mean, everyone's an adult. You can do yeah. make your own decisions, but we're going to be playing games at this bar <laughs> if you choose to come back, if you can find your way back. But um, If you can find your way back. <laughs> but yeah, we crawl rain or shine all year round. Some of the most fun crawls I've ever had were when it's blizzarding. I believe But it's it. that kind of like the weather's warmer, but the snow's falling down, so it's not miserable, and it's like a winter wonderland, and you have but 30 you're, of your you're best friends. You're in it together. Yeah. You're together, yeah. You're I saw one of your pictures where it's like out in the snow. And yeah, like, oh totally. Goodness, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right, well, next time, the next cast, will literally just start with like the tea of like, give me the worst <laughs> stories, like put it out there, yeah. and then on our crawl, we'll see if we can top it. I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. Um, all right, last question. I, I'm starting to ask every guest I have uh, come on because – I want, again, our young people to see, question a better way, take you know the, the untraveled path, uh, but not just chase the dollar. So I, I always wanna know like, what is success to you? Success for me is definitely building something that brings value, growth, and benefit to others. Like that's always why I got into business, why I wanna continue to build businesses is because of the contribution. You're going to make money. If you start a business and you stick with it and you got a good team around you and it's a successful concept, it'll grow over time and it'll pay you dividends for the rest of your life. But money doesn't buy you happiness, um, but relationships do, experiences do. And my big dream, my passion is to build a community around me where when I do have that that kind of financial freedom, if you will, which everybody's chasing in one way or another. But for me, it's okay, I have money in the bank now. How, how can I get back? How can I help somebody else with their dream? How can I invest in somebody like people have invested in me over the years? And nothing gives me more fulfillment and joy other than thinking of that and traveling the world. And maybe CrossFit. I don't know. I've been trying hey, to get into that. Come through. Let's go. Uh, that's awesome. I couldn't agree more. It is, it's serving something bigger than you for sure. Yeah. All right, Ty, lay it down. That's hard to follow. That's pretty good. I was going to say, I was expecting like three <laughs> sentences or four sentences. You should have gone first. I'll go back. To, I, I got to give a shout out to a community program that I was able to take part of when I was a kid or in high school. It was called Bridge Builders in Memphis. It brought together 20, it was like hundreds of kids at a time, but people who were completely different than you, um, religion, culture, finance, whatever. Um, and that, I ended up actually working for that organization as a nonprofit for three years after I graduated high school. And it was, uh, they were talking at the time of trying to branch out. Like they, it's the kind of program that should be in every city in the country. And I think as we've continued working on this, as I've gotten older myself, like there are very few things that are accessible uh, to, to, as many, you know, as everyone, may I, if I could say it, um, that are inclusive, welcoming, regardless of, again, like your skin color, your age, how much you weigh, your background, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we've built that. And, you know, this is, in, in a way, it's kind of like an adult version of that. So uh, we're super, super excited if, when we're talking about success and, and growing. Like, we want to be in... 30, 40 cities across the country. And we're laying the groundwork for that here in Denver. But it is communal. Like we get to bring people together in ways that people, it's, it, it's eye-opening. And I love that. So to me, that's success. It's doing something that we're having fun doing that we don't have to do the traditional nine to five in the office 
to do to, in order to do this and we, and bringing people together and having a good time. I love it. Yeah. There you go. Saving the world one crawl at a time. That's the way to go. Get, but that's, seriously, I really I love that you guys are on almost, the front lines of yeah. putting it putting we, it all together. We might have to put that on a t shirt. You you have that trademark? I, Saving the now. world one yeah. crawl at a time. Text my lawyer yeah. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good one. <laughs> no, I I think it's great because community really is the end game. And now you guys have this podcast where like when your parents ask, like, what do you do? Just be like, go listen to this podcast. It's it's sixty minutes success what we do and why, versus me just giving you like a three minute title. But I appreciate you guys' time and energy. I'm excited to see what's next. I'm pumped for our bar crawl, our pub crawl on September 2nd. Come check us out. Um, and then Denver's so small. I know we'll be rubbing elbows at events and, you know, just shaping the world. And if you see us at some event that you're at, you know, don't be surprised. Uh, yeah. I'll look forward yeah, to it. Yeah, I mean, perhaps your followers would like to know that after we had already scheduled this <laughs> podcast and met virtually <laughs> We ran into each other in real life right. and, and had, had no to idea. work backwards yeah. to figure out, wait, you're the Kristen Olsen? Yeah, how, wait, how did that happen? How did that come through? I was at Burger Battle, so I was uh, whatever that punch you guys were serving. Yeah, I th- I, I'm pretty sure I brought up something, something Denver pub crawl. And then your eyes lit up and you said, wait, I'm supposed to do stuff with those guys. Yeah. So, oh, we're those guys. See, the business never shuts off. There you off. go. That's yeah. right. So, Small that's community. Also, yeah, that, but that's roots. literally how small it is. Yeah. Like, you're one degree away from, like, anyone you know. It's in your family. It's in your business. Like, this is a small Exactly. World, that's why so. you got to get out there and go to pub crawls. Yeah. yeah. To meet Shake your hands. That's right. But seriously, we're so, so happy to be here. Yep. Super excited to kind of share our story uh, with you and your listeners. And super pumped for September 2nd. So come out. Have a good time. We don't disappoint. So... See you there. Boom, let's go. Thank you guys for coming out. I'll post this, all the details on um, my socials, of course, and then we'll have that when it comes out for the cast. But even if you're listening to this in a delayed play, go to uh, denverpubcrawl.com and sign up for an event. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.